right, uh, welcome back to another episode of Music with Map, the Map Podcast. My name is John. And I'm Wes. And so just a reminder with this podcast, we like to explore how music intersects with what people do in terms of like their day-to-day lives or the things that they like to study and focus in on. That's it, like where music intersects with people's lives and then also like some of the the positive outcomes of what that looks like in their lives and and in the communities in which they work and the people that they interact with. So um, this is is another great opportunity. Today we have an awesome guest on the show uh, who we're really, really excited to chat with. Um, Lance, how about you, you introduce yourself and, and, uh, maybe in like, you know, a minute and a half, if you can, uh, what it is that you do. And then, and then, um, we'll kind of get into some questions for you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so my name is Lance Stewart. I'm a, excuse me, I'm a PhD candidate at the university of Toronto. Um, getting my PhD in sociology. Um, I do research on music, specifically looking at the ways in which music technology or more specifically different music formats impact our relationship to music. So what we like about music, what we appreciate about music, but also just generally speaking, what our relationship to music looks like and how technology kind of shapes or impacts that. Yeah, which is super cool. I know briefly we spoke earlier and just like mm-hmm. hearing the different sort of areas of focus that you, that you, um, yeah, that you focus in on is super cool. And I can't wait to hear more about that. And mm-hmm. as I recall as well, what you were saying was sort of it wasn't as specific as this when you first sort of set yeah. out, right? It was much more sort of broad. Yeah. And then you kind of stumbled into this sort of idea of like this sort of um, how people consume their music and the mediums with which they consume it, right? Yeah, yeah. So my my interest, you know, as a sociologist, as a PhD student, um, I didn't start off focusing on music. That wasn't kind of my starting point necessarily. Um, I've always been very interested in how technology impacts our everyday lives. And so most of my research interest kind of focuses in on objects and materials and how like the material world impacts our thoughts and our beliefs and, you know, our thinking and our behavior. Um, But also, you know, I'm very fascinated and interested with just culture, generally speaking, films, music, you know, all the different rich ways in which we kind of um, express ourselves and enjoy our lives. And so with music specifically, you know, looking at this intersection between technology and culture and all the fascinating things that come out of that, music is just such a fascinating, you know, topic to focus in on. Right. Um, with the ways in which our relationship to music has changed over time and looking at different dynamics of how, you know, you know, the rise and fall of copyright infringement, for example. Right. You know, that's really fascinating. Or, mm-hmm. you know, the the continued rise in popularity for vinyl music, uh, vinyl yeah. records, which um, has been kind of like a central focus for the research I'm doing right now. Right. And that is a very interesting thing, because one thing I recall you saying earlier when we were speaking was how um, interesting it is that there are generations that are young enough that they basically vinyl you know, in theory, vinyl wouldn't even sort of be part of the repertoire. And yet these are, this is some of the population of people who feel so strongly towards vinyl, just like as a medium and as a way to consume music, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because like, I think the thing that really caught my attention at a certain point to focus on music was looking at how, you know, if you look at 10, 15 years ago, the way in which a lot of people were talking about the kind of rising popularity of vinyl again, 
um, especially by the music industry. But a lot of people are just like, it's a fad. It's, mm-hmm. you know, back then it was considered more of like a um, kind of just a hipster trend. People were thinking that it was right. young people right. just wanting to get in on this kind of thing, which is, you know, it, it really didn't capture what people were finding in vinyl and why they were gravitating back towards it. Right. And so the people that I've been interviewing and talking to for my research, it's fascinating how, you know, with older generations, it's not surprising at all that vinyl is a main kind of staple for their music listening. Sure. What's more fascinating to me are people who are, you know, 18 to 25 who weren't exposed to vinyl. Maybe even their parents didn't really have vinyl. And they gravitate towards it, kind of, you know, try to fill a certain kind of void that is, you know, there based on only listening to digital music. And I find that so fascinating. So what is it about that that is just so appealing? And I think, you know, like a lot of things we do in sociology, but especially the research I do, which is also in kind of... I look at kind of everyday life aspects as opposed to more extreme examples of right. of the social world. Um, like even for me, like when I think of what attracts me to vinyl and, and, and what always has is just this, uh, the tangible aspect of it, right? right? Like it's something you can touch and feel and, and yeah. sort of, you know, put on the, 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 the turntable and go through, like leaf through the album artwork and the lyrical content. And right. then the other beautiful part about vinyl that I just love is that you can't skip a song. Right, you yeah. know, you have yeah. to listen to the, the side in continuity. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, or it's like a bit of a process. So sure, you could like get up off the sure. couch and move the needle, yeah. but chances right. are you won't. And, and, and that, for you to find the right spot, but then, yeah. but also, it's like the artist that that created that piece laid out those songs in that sequence yes. for a yeah. reason. Like, yes. th- that's not random, right? That's well thought out. So mm-hmm. like, just absorbing the the sort of creative content from somebody in that way, I think is is. Really, really cool. Whether or not it's it's something you're actively doing, like sitting and just you know have the speakers blaring and just reading through it, or you have yeah. a bunch of people over and it's just something on the background, but that yeah. continuity still mm-hmm. exists. So, like Lance, I'd be so curious to know, especially with like more of the the younger population, like what what is like what are some of the the um, elements that attract young yeah. people to vinyl? Right. Yeah. Well, it's 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 great that you asked that question after that that kind of explanation that you have that take that you have because what you're describing is essentially what i hear very commonly from from people of all ages and this is what i find so fascinating about it that you know people that are like 18 to 25 didn't grow up with vinyl they're kind of adapting into it now they describe the same types of experiences and what they value out of vinyl as people of other ages. And even the oldest respondents I have, Mm. and they're like 70s and 80s who talk about like they grew up with vinyl and this is what they love about it. So it's, you know, what I find really fascinating about it is that everything that you described, everything from the tangibility of the object, the artwork that can come Mm. with it, but also, as you said, like, you know, an album that is constructed to be listened from beginning to end, that the the record itself kind of prevents you. And as you mentioned, like you can, you can skip the song if you really, really wanted to, yeah, but like yeah. the point that most people go into to put a record on is to listen to it from beginning to end. Yeah, for sure. And it's amazing how like the ritual of having to choose a record, take it out, put it on, put the needle down, flip it over when that first sight is done. All these different elements kind of create a scenario, create a, a, an experience mm-hmm. that is kind of, incomparable to other experiences. It's true. And I find it really interesting that like technically you could do that same thing with digital music. Like you could just turn on Spotify, Mm -hmm. turn on the beginning of an album, just let it play, right? If you have a good enough speaker system, it might be entirely like the exact same as it would be with vinyl, you know, outside of, you know, people who can discern the differences fidelity wise in terms of those two. But outside of that, it's, you know, you could technically do the same thing. And yet 
vinyl is still having such a huge appeal, right? right? And that its its popularity is continuing to rise. Like it's not flatlining, it's not kind of like waning, it's still increasing year over year. And I think, you know, with most people, what they're talking about with this, I think it's just that there isn't a replacement for that type of very focused experience. Right. right. And it's there's something about the vinyl record as an object that almost a lot of people talk about, it almost commands attention. Yeah. Mm, like you yeah. can't just flippantly turn it on. Absolutely. And just walk away from it or have it in the background. You're here for this reason. Yeah. Right? And I was actually thinking about that as we were talking about that. And even Wes, what you're talking about, the sort of the, let's say, physicality that's involved in how you consume music. Yeah is as you were saying that I was kind of picturing a record player and I'm like, even just looking at a record player, it looks cool. Oh, it's a beautiful and it's piece like, of let's technology. Let's say like Absolutely. by comparison to like, um, you know, a tape cassette or even like a CD where there would in theory be some similar elements of this tangibility. So yeah. whether you have like a like tape cassette, you still have a, a cover that you can open up and read the lyrics and things like that. Same yeah. thing with the CD. There's this physical act of like placing it in the device that's going to play this music for you. Right. But I feel like the the actual mechanism that is involved in playing a record is also just kind of cool. It's almost like watching a campfire where you're mm. like, yeah, it's like this one basic thing. You're like, yeah, these are just like a bunch of flames and I'm just watching this wood burn. But I'm so fixated and so mesmerized, I actually just kind of can't take my eyes off of it. Yeah. And I feel like a, a record player and it, it's almost like this like campfire pit. It almost just like commands this attention where you're like, yeah. oh, look at this cool thing. Like, and it, it's like another interesting aspect to it. And I would wonder, actually, and this was something I was going to ask you is like, you know, is would you say sort of for um, for what you've come to learn so far from the people that you've been speaking with, like, would you say that that is one of the reasons why it comes to the forefront versus something like a CD or a tape cassette, for example? Yeah, I think that that's really interesting. So I have asked people about this because, again, just looking at it from just a very kind of um, contextualist perspective, right. um, it's like, well, yeah, you could easily put a CD on. It would do the same thing as a record, right? But, like, you're you're right. It, there's, there's so much more. If anything, the... I don't know if this is an accurate term for it, but, like, the inconvenience of... Mm. vinyl is actually what adds to that experience. Right. right? I love how you phrase that. Yeah. It's, That's so it's, true. It's something that it's, and it's funny, and the reason why I think about it that way is that, you know, why people value digital music is the exact opposite. Right. It's the convenience it's, factor. Yeah. It's all the different capabilities and how it can be integrated into other activities. A lot of people tend to listen to music, digital music, obviously around your house, but like, you know, and it's, you know, it's, it's obvious that the reason why you can do that is because you can listen to it through headphones or, you know, take it around with you. There's portability to it. Yeah. But, why vinyl music is valued is for those limitations. It's the right, limitations that right. kind of do that. And I think it kind of adds into us what you were saying before in terms of, you know, listening to a record from beginning to end. You know, obviously, I think you can enjoy a single song on its own. Mm -hmm. Obviously, depending on the music or the artist and, and what have you. You can also, for example enjoy a single scene from a movie on its own. You go to YouTube, you watch sure. a single scene from a movie, that's fine. But the impact and the tone of that scene in that movie means more when you've gotten to that point sitting right. into the movie watching right. to that point then it's there that's right? actually a great analogy and yeah. so mm -hmm. the, there's something about vinyl music that kind of it's it kind of it's unavoidable to have those limitations and so it kind of does slow you down it sits you down and like mm -hmm. you know there are some situations where maybe you'll have it on when you have friends over right so you're not necessarily doing it the same way right but it, because it commands the attention that way it makes more sense to me why you know younger people who are getting into vinyl there was something missing. Like, right. yes, you could sit down, you could, you know, throw down 
an album on Spotify and listen to it, but it, it doesn't compare the same way. And I think it kind of relates to other mediums and like other, you know, cultural forms, like the fact that, um, you know, digital books haven't replaced physical books. Right. Right. And that like, right. you know, streaming services have not gotten rid of, you know, movie theaters. Right. There's, there's, there's a certain type of experience, a way in which you take in that art form, all the rich meaning that comes with it that, you know, you could experience on the fly and on the go and still enjoy the music as you listen to it. But for people who really love music, there's something missing if they don't have that. Yeah. It's it's interesting because it's almost like the difference between this this active and passive experience, right? Yeah. Where, you know, you mentioned like the digital piece and, and even when it relates to film or television or whatever, like it, it, it can almost be a very passive experience where, you know, you can have, you can throw like netflix or whatever on in the background and just have something play like endlessly right yeah. you know while you're just doing your things in the day whether you're yeah. doing chores or whatever same with music right mm-hmm. um or whether you're going for a run like it's always kind of the background of something but like commanding the attention like i, I love how you said that because the the one of the best things about vinyl is that yeah you have to interact with it physically like yeah. you have to turn it you have yeah. to you know yeah. you care can't for take the, it for granted no you have to yeah. care for the needle you have to you know there's all kinds it's not as as easy as just like turning on the speakers and playing it like there's mm-hmm. there's right. volume controls there's other little like especially for some of the the better stuff like you have the little eqs that you need to set and yeah and things like that like it's it, it's very very active uh process in yeah. which you sort of um interact with this piece as mm-hmm. opposed to just you know hitting the play button and and sort of doing doing whatever else yeah and and it's so funny because even with that kind of visual of when you were saying of, you know, yeah, like maybe you throw in a movie and you kind of do your own thing. It's kind of funny because, again, almost like the campfire, it's it's almost like instead of a TV set, there's a record player, right? Like, it, again, right. it sort of just kind of commands that attention where, because, yeah, if it's like, I don't know, you pull up something like a streaming service on your phone and you link it to like a Bluetooth speaker. It's sort of this stuff that's kind of just in the background and it just lacks that yeah. tangibility, right? Yeah. Whereas it's like, yeah, a record player, you're like out of the cover, out of the plastic sleeve yeah. onto the thing, close the lid, hit play, adjust your, you know, it's just like right. such a different experience when it comes to actually like, um, yeah, using that medium. Yeah. It's almost like, <clears throat> it's like a partner in the experience. Hmm. Yeah. It's not just some piece of technology you turn on and off. I like, that's, that's great. It's, yeah. It's part of, it's there with you. Right. And, and is that something, so would you say that there is that sort of kinship and partnership that people feel when they, when they talk about it almost as though it's like another person that they're interacting with? Like, is that also something that you would say people have kind of relayed to you when you've been speaking with them? Yeah, no, I think, I think that's maybe where I'm kind of extending a little bit into a more kind of academic analysis. Like what, (laughs) like the wording that we've been using and like how you guys have been describing it is exactly how I've been hearing everybody describe it. Right. right? And like, it's, it's very consistent in that way. It resonates with people in that Mm -hmm. way. I think an interesting comparison to make, though, we're, you know, maybe comparing, you know, turning on Netflix, having mm-hmm. in the background, mm-hmm. having some background noise versus background music is that, you know, the thing that I'm currently fascinated with and like the analysis I'm doing on, on the research uh, findings that I have is what this distinction between active and passive even looks like. Right. And I think it's a very interesting question to ask for something like music, because when it comes to something like, you know, TV or film, putting on the news or a TV show in the background Television and film, at least for those of us who aren't, you know, visually impaired or hearing impaired, it's multiple different senses, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. unless you've seen the show before or unless the show can only be experienced, you know, audibly, maybe it's like a reality TV show, you just want to listen to it and that's it, you're not getting the full experience. But when it comes to music, when I talk to people about like active versus passive, even when they're talking about putting something in the background, 
it's not as simple as it's there, but I'm not really listening to it versus I'm giving it 100% of my attention. Mm -hmm. Everything is actually in between. Like, yes, sometimes you have those moments where you're zoning out and the music is just there in the background. And sometimes you have moments like you were describing in terms of it's like a campfire, like you're fixated Mm, on it. You're really deep into that moment. But there's a lot in between. Everything from just putting on music so that it just accompanies when you're making dinner just to kind of elevate that experience a little bit. And I think that's what I also find fascinating on the other side, looking on the digital side of music, is how people decide to integrate music into the lives. Like, right. Like a lot of this is very obviously, you know, very matter of fact, very commonsensical, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you ask someone like, why do you listen to music when you work out? People can guess what the common answer would be. It's like, mm-hmm. well, it gets me into the mood. Sure, I'm pumped sure, up, right? Yeah. But like, that's what I think is also fascinating about this, that it's, you know, even if you're fixated on a different activity, it's the music is integrated into that activity. Right. It's not absent. It's not background. Right. Or if it is background in the same way that a landscape has a background, it's part of the whole picture. Right. right? right. So it's mm. it's interesting how it, it adds to it in different ways and how people, you know, integrate music based on that level of mood that they want to achieve. Are they right. are they are they chasing a mood to try to get into it or are they sustaining a mood mm. it's, it's really interesting those those different dynamics that involved. is super interesting it's something that we've talked about before as well is just kind of um you know what what assumes the role of of things like the visual component and things like that when you're consuming music because obviously it's yeah. just basically limited to the audible right um uh, the audible like uh ingestion of that so that's all super fascinating and then um one thing I was I kind of thought to bring up as well. You've spoken about st- streaming services, obviously, like um, throughout this whole thing. So, yeah. one thing that I recall you saying before was that sort of I guess most people who are quite passionate about vinyl and 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 use it as their preferred way to consume music, mm-hmm. but they still also have like streaming music is still very much in tow with how they consume music. But it's sort right. of like. I forget exactly how you said it. It's almost like an accepted part of how they do it, but just not the preferred part of it, right? So yeah. people are still very much consuming music in a, in a through a streaming service, yeah. but it's just not the preferred way, right? Yeah, they're, 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 it's interesting because I think it's very easy when we first started talking about this, how like digital music is not a replacement for analog formats like vinyl mm-hmm. and specifically vinyl being kind of the, the kind of gold standard amongst those other kind of analog mediums. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting, and I think that's it's 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 easy to say that because we've you know for the last couple of decades kind of grown up with people talking about how like digital things will replace physical things, right. and all that kind of stuff. So it's yeah. easy to make that kind of connection, but it works the other way around as well. That like vinyl music is not a replacement for digital music either because right. of all the different ways in which people like to appreciate music. So even for people who love music, sorry, love vinyl, um, not even so far as to call themselves vinyl heads necessarily, but they just love listening to vinyl. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that they're just going to stop listening to digital music. They still want to listen to it in different scenarios, mm-hmm. even within their house. Right. It's just that vinyl provides a specific type of experience, an experience that you can't necessarily perfectly replicate with digital music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then the other way around, it's like, you know, if I have a vinyl setup and I want to you know, listen to music while I'm working out, for example, it doesn't really blend unless yeah. I have I'm working out from home. And for some reason, my my at home gym or where I do those activities is in the same room as my turntable. But otherwise, yeah. you know, you got to integrate it in different ways. So, for sure. you know, I think that also plays to the fact that like the people that I'm interviewing are everyday people, but I'm looking for people who are just music lovers like people who are just like I want to listen to it all the time Mm -hmm, right so for those people um, they're not going to just stop listening to music because you know they're away from the turntable they'll find other ways to do it so yeah like Spotify (laughs) is still 
very prominent. And if anything, actually, like the way that you bring this up, it um, people still listen to more hours of music a day through something like Spotify or Apple Music. Right. But it's it's still it still doesn't quite hit the same way. Right. Well. That's right. right. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. When you said that, I just imagined somebody like running down the street going for a jog with a giant turntable yeah. and you know, <laughs> or, a little like extent, yeah. the back kind exactly, of thing. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I picture too is like someone who's like maybe at home doing like uh, jumping jacks or something like that, and like every time they land, the record skips. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, exactly. No, you know, like, Just destroying your vinyl. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm gonna really, really stick yeah. to listening to vinyl yeah. right now, even though it doesn't make sense to. But yeah, this is this is super fascinating, and I was curious to know even like how much, what was you specifically? What was your relationship to you know consuming music with vinyl? Sort of, right. you know, before you started to 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 yeah. study this and like focus in on this mm-hmm. and then how does that compare to now like yeah that's interesting so uh, this is so as i mentioned before i didn't start kind of like studying music right so music is not really my kind of focus and i have i would say a i was almost going to say conventional relationship to music but i think um i listen to music less than than everyone that i interview okay i listen to music i listen to music on the go i do have a turntable i have some records i have had like i i understand the appeal and recognize that experience of sitting down and listening to vinyl um but it's interesting because academically we don't necessarily always choose topics that are just our number ones like choosing music because it's like the number one thing for me for me actually i started off thinking i'm going to be studying like film and television in relation to technology but then when i saw all these different dynamics with music i'm like this is so fascinating i can't pass this up this is just so interesting and just how impactful music is to everybody right Right. like you can be someone who loves tv and loves film you have your favorite show you have your favorite movies but like music has a place in people's lives like no other yeah. You know, type of art form. Um, but how it's affected me more, I certainly have been listening to more music. Like, is thinking about music all the time, hearing people's love for music. Like, it's 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 captivating. It's fascinating. It's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's contagious. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. And no surprise that it would just, you know, slowly but surely kind of uh, yeah. seep into your day-to-day life. And then obviously, like I'm sure if you hear enough people say, oh, I really love vinyl and here's why, you would kind of go, hmm, that makes sense. Like I, I need to yeah. kind of check this out for myself, you know? Like what yeah. are all these people talking about? You or know? after what an interview, experience? being like, I think I'm going to go put on that record. Like I heard right. someone talk about this record, like what they were experiencing with it. And I'm like, I don't want a record that's exactly like that. Right. So mm. I got to go and put Interesting. that on. Interesting. Yeah. And, and would you say that they're... And I don't know if this may be too broad a question for you to answer like in any kind of detail, but would you say that there is a specific type of music or era of music that any of these people are most gravitated towards? Yeah. No, that's there. I have a very specific answer to that. Okay, great. I I find it very interesting (laughs) because, you know, on the one hand, it's that question actually makes it very understandable. Why, at least in the early years, and even today, people still think that it's it's kind of a fad. It's very much, or if it's not a fad, it's it's built solely off of nostalgia, right? Because a lot of people tend to listen to older music, right? Um, and part of that is just because you know whether or not you're a new adopter of vinyl music or you've been listening to it, you know, most of your life, um, you tend to gravitate towards either when you were exposed to vinyl and like what you grew up with, and that's kind of what you listen to, right? Um, or you know, it's. It's the availability of, you know, different records and how it's easier to find music that is older than it is now. Generally speaking, people who love listening to vinyl don't necessarily use vinyl as a way to find new music. Right. And I think part of that is actually less to do with the vinyl and more to do with how 
much more effective it is to find new music digitally. Um, Whether or not you're relying on algorithms or not, or whether or not you're just relying on word of mouth, especially when it comes to streaming services, you know, that have like a monthly fee like Spotify or Apple Music, it's easy to try before you buy. Right. And I also think for a lot of people who love vinyl, not every music that they like is something they want a vinyl record for. They tend to gravitate towards what you were saying, Wes, in terms of like, you put it on from beginning to end, a more cohesive album, something right. that you don't want to skip over. Right. And so you kind of invest into that. You find a music, uh, a, an album that you like or an artist that you like and you invest into it. Um, so there is some new music, but people tend to look back when they're listening to vital it's instead of looking in the present in terms that's of that's fascinating vital. that you say that because even like I, just thinking about myself here um when i buy a new vinyl record it's usually a brand new record from an artist that i'm familiar with oh, that's interesting yeah. right like so mm-hmm. so for instance um kendrick lamar just like dropped a new album yeah. a couple weeks ago and and i bought that on vinyl yeah because i i like kendrick lamar i like a lot of his stuff i'm familiar with his stuff yeah. and i was willing to just kind of make that purchase because ooh, right. i want to check this out front to back and really get a sense and like really sort of absorb this right um in in that way as opposed to like you know if i had never heard of the artist i would there's no chance i would buy a new album exactly you know, right by by and then like as you just said that convenience where you can try before you buy of, yeah of sort of like listening to it on a streaming service where it's you know, I, I don't have to absorb the whole thing at once and I don't have to make the also the, the monetary purchase of, yeah, right. of that thing all at yeah. once either. Right? Yeah, because that, that that plays a huge part in it. Vinyl's not cheap, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's 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 interesting that way. Like, I think in terms of listening to music, a lot of people tend to look back. But as you were saying, for some people, you know, if if there's music, you know, you're going to like or you've already listened to on Spotify, you're like this would be amazing right? on vinyl. I'm going to get this. Right. And so like, what was that like for you? So obviously you, you know, you dipped your toe into that album digitally and then that was what provoked you to buy the record. No, no, no. So I just knew the artist and I had never oh, heard okay. the album before. And okay. I, just, I just bought it, the vinyl because I like the artist and I would right. just assume okay. that I would like this album in some way, shape or form. And I think that yeah. maybe I just erroneously assumed yeah. that you had like listened um, to it first. Now, how the question is, have you since done like a almost side side to side comparison of like sort of you know if you're listening to it on a streaming service versus the record no but i would definitely like i've listened to it on a streaming service since then you know right. like mm-hmm. like as as lance as you said just the the convenience element of, of going through life of course you know, if i'm going to the yeah. grocery store like yeah i'm going to throw my my earbuds in and they haven't I'm, invented a great portable vinyl <laughs> player just yet. Yeah. You can wear like a backpack or something I, I like that. I feel like that. The, the result of this conversation is that there needs to be something. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, I, I miss my disc man, but um, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's just it's just to that point. And, 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 and,